Welcome to Victorious Living. So the mind that we are to arm ourselves with is a mind that has been renewed with the Word. We know that. We've studied that. How long have we been knowing that? And so actually he's also saying arm our mind with the same spiritual disposition in the attitude of our mind. A person will be an overcomer even though they know the word, even though they've heard the word preached. They will be an overcomer according to how they have trained their mind with the word of God. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. This week, Pastor Cowan shares with us arming our minds with the weapons of warfare. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now, here's Pastor Cowan as he shares with us arming our minds with the weapons of warfare. All right, we want to talk with you tonight in our, our time together here about arming our mind with the weapons of warfare. You know, really, when you kind of boil it all down, we win or lose by the way we think, and especially if we have been taught the word over time, how we think about what we've heard uh, from, from the word. So Peter, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 1, he makes this statement in that uh, first verse. For as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh. Now on this particular verse, don't mix that up with what he suffered when he went to the cross. It's talking about what he suffered as he lived in this world. And actually uh, it's talking about all of the things that he confronted or, that, or rather confronted him, people, what they said, how they acted, how they responded, uh, or in other words, how they treated him. So he, was, uh, he suffered for us in the flesh. Then he says, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. So we know it wouldn't do any good for us to arm our mind to go to a cross because we don't have to do that. But we do have to arm ourselves with what we face as we go through life. You know, there is an adversary out there. There is demonic spirits out there. There are a lot of people that's just anti-Christian, anti-Jesus. To, to so for as much then as Christ has suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourself likewise with the same mind. So the mind that we are to arm ourselves with is a mind that has been renewed with the word. We know that. We've studied that. We've, hey, how long have we been knowing that? And so actually he's also saying arm our mind with the same spiritual disposition in the attitude of our mind. A person will be an overcomer even though they know the word, even though they've heard the word preached. They will be an overcomer according to how they have trained their mind with the word of God. And so sometimes, you know, winning over the obstacles is more than just saying, Lord, help me. And the Lord certainly is there to help us. 
but it also put some responsibility back on us to have, to arm ourselves with the mind of Christ. So he's telling us then to arm ourselves with the same mind or the same spiritual disposition in the attitude of our mind as to how we deal with life as it comes at us. And so we know this, God uses people, but we don't never want to lose the, 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 the knowing or the, or the knowledge of there is an adversary out there. He's out there. Uh, you, know, you know, some people tell you today, I don't know how many, but I've heard it in the past, they tell you, well, you know, we don't believe in all that stuff out there in the spirit world or whatever, and we don't believe there's all these things out here in the air and you can't see. So they have a lot of different thoughts and opinions about some of those things. So 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 1 from the uh, life application or the living Bible says it this way. So then since Christ suffered physical pain, you must arm yourselves with the same attitude that Jesus had when he was facing the cross. When he was facing that time, spiritually, knowing what, what was in front of him, knowing what he had to do, knowing the price he had to pay, he, he was suffering in his mind. And we have an account of that in the scripture where he made the uh, prayer. He said, Lord, if it be your will, let this, let this cup, we could say assignment or whatever, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless or nonetheless, your will be done and not mine. See, he's having a, a struggle with his thinking, with his mind. And so it, had he not had the right disposition in his mind, his thoughts, all, of the, all that goes along with that, he would have ran from the cross instead of running to the cross because he knew what he came to the earth to do. That was not a mystery to him. It was not, he wasn't blindfolded to that at all. He knew exactly what he was coming for. He knew exactly what he would have to bear. He knew exactly all the things that mankind face, faced and faces and yet will face while we're here on the earth. He knew all of that. So it was a great opportunity when he came to that place, Lord, if it be your will, let this cup pass from me. If he was ever gonna run, that would have been the time to run. But he didn't come to run, he came to win. He didn't come to run from his assignment, he came to win in his assignment because that assignment that God gave him affected the whole world or affected all who would believe uh, upon, upon Jesus. And then, then Paul comes then into the Ephesian letters. Quite a bit of talk about the mind. Once you you know look through the different scriptures, it's got the mind involved, or the word mind involved. In Ephesians chapter four twenty three, Paul gave he gave this admonition to the church at Ephesus. He said, "And be renewed in the spirit of your mind." Now, what was he talking about? He's talking about be restored or bring back into existence the mind that God gave to Adam from the beginning. Adam's mind was pure. It was on one track. God, until 
the adversary appeared to him and you know the story there in the book of uh, Gen uh, in, the, in uh, Genesis. Uh, the adversary came to him and started to quiz him, question him, trying to get to his thinking. He was trying to get a hold of Jesus' thinking and cause his thinking about his assignment and about who God made him to be and what God had given him and what God told him to do or not to do. He's trying to get inside of Adam's mind, get inside his head. And you know what? No different today. It's really no different today. I mean, we're not in the Garden of Eden. We all know that, but it's not any different today. Satan wants to get inside our mind. And if he can ever get inside our mind and win, then we have a problem. Amen. We, we've got a problem because we have opened ourselves to, we're open prey then for Satan to do his will and to do his plan and to do his purpose where humanity, where God's creation is concerned. So Paul said, and be renewed, be restored and bring back into existence in the spirit of your mind. So folks, we got a lot of things on our mind, but there's two minds that we need to be very uh, mindful of. Think about number one is a carnal mind. Number two is a spiritual mind. Now, a carnal mind don't mean that a person is a bad person. Not at all. It's not saying that. It just talks about a person who is not thinking spiritually, not thinking about the word of God, not thinking about the things of God. Now, that person could be a, be a good person, good friend, good neighbor, a good worker, and all that we could say about that. But they're just not in tune in their mind spiritually with God. And so there's a lot of folks come to church that way. You know, I mean, none of us are exempt from it really, but nonetheless, uh, those two, two minds, a carnal mind and a spiritual mind. Now we have to do carnal things. You know, you gotta go to the, you gotta go to the grocery store. You know, that's a natural thing. You got to uh, clean your house. That's an hour, at least have it clean. <laughs> That's a natural thing. And so if y'all excuse me here, and you got to, you know, you got to uh, do other natural things in life. Those are over on the carnal physical side of life. Nothing wrong with them. You got to do them. So we're talking about a carnal mind and it's not, uh, we don't want to, you know, get it, the thought pattern in our, in our mind that to be carnal is that you're out committing a lot of sin or that you're out doing a lot of whatever. A carnal mind is just a mind that does not think about spiritual things. And so what happens is if you're not thinking about spiritual things and you're filling your mind with just natural things of life, there's not any room sometimes for faith to squeeze in there. There's not any time sometimes for our mind to be renewed as Paul talks about here. So he said, be renewed in the uh, uh, restored, uh, bring back into existence. Until that happens for me and for a person, until my mind is restored and I have a spiritual mind, there is no ground in my mind for faith to take root. 
I can hear the teaching on it and I can hear people talk about it and we can do the things that we know to do. But if the mind is ever over on the, always over on the carnal side, there's no soil for faith to take root in. And so it's important how you think, what you think, and all of the different things that goes with that is so vitally important in our faith walk. You know, the Bible says we walk by faith, not by sight. We live, we are to live by faith and all the different things that it talks about uh, in our life where faith is concerned. Paul then comes along in the Roman letter and writes it like this, for to be carnally minded is death. Now, he's not talking about physical death. He's, that's not what he's talking about. He's just simply, when he says, for to be carnally minded is death, one translation says, to be carnally minded, minded is darkness. In other words, the mind has been darkened to the things of God. When he says that for to be carnally minded is death, you're not going to die spiritually. I mean, they, obviously, you're more... Uh, you're more open and vulnerable to the, uh, to the plans, attacks, or whatever of the, of the adversary, tests and trials and challenges that come to life. But he's just simply saying, for to be carnally minded is darkened, is a mind that is darkened to spiritual things. And so there are people out there like that, you know. Uh, you, you know, if you, if you never read the Bible, if you never... It's our hope that today's message, Arming Our Minds with the Weapons of Warfare, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling one 800 842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, please request offer 31. This week's offer number is 31. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.